Oh my God! Hello, everybody! It is your girl Lizzie B back at it again with another episode of Toxic Healing. You already know. Oh my God, y'all! First of all, I'm not even gonna like, like front on nothing. Like this is like my fourth, fifth time trying to record this um, same episode, and I don't know why, but this motherfucking app has been playing me. And right now, I just, like, the first time I recorded, like, 55 minutes and shit like that because the cap is an hour. And then it gave me my little warning. And then the warning, like, notification glitched out. And it glitched out all my audio. And literally, after I, like, restarted everything and, like, went back and shit like that, hoping that it auto-saved or something, bruh, I came back to absolutely nothing. And when I told you that shit demotivated me for, like, a month, bro, I recorded that shit in January. And it's, like, literally, like, February 20 at this point and I'm just like and I've tried multiple times too like literally I just tried like earlier today and shit like that I recorded like a good 10 minutes and then I went to do some research and shit like that I came back and my audio was gone and I'm like yo like why is it trying to like make me not do this like baby I'm still gonna record regardless and this video um this episode's still gonna get out there so whoever's trying to stop me with those negative vibrations I rebuke it I rebuke it because you know what? Let me see. Seven times a charm. See, I'm still here, baby. I'm still motivated to record another video, and let's go. Let's get into it. But, y'all, it really feel like it's been, like, ten years since I've been on this. Like, did y'all miss me? I missed y'all. Like, there's so much to catch up on, y'all. But, like, honestly, I cannot start off this video without confronting the bullshit that is taking place in the world. Like, y'all, every time I open my phone, there is some other shit going on. And what really upsets me, too, is that people seem to be so oblivious to it. I feel like people these days are just, like, so intentionally unaware, bro. Like, they're unaware and they're unconscious of the reality that's going on in the world. And people over here just, like, walking around like fucking robots acting like nothing's happening and shit like that. And I'm over here just like, is everybody okay? Like, the world is fucking dying. Like... Literally, people are losing their minds, bro. Like, there's so much shit going Y'all, like, from our own country and, like, obviously, globally, we know about all the bullshit that's going on around there. Like, I hope so, because that should be all over TikTok. But it's funny, too, because as much as I see, like, all these, like, issues going on on, like, TikTok and shit like that, like, I never see it on the news. I never see it on any, like, official... Not official, but, like, big platforms and shit like that. And I'm over here, like, why am I seeing these fucking devastating, significant, tragic things going on? Why am I only seeing that shit on TikTok? But when I'm over here looking at the looking at the real news and shit like that, which I barely do, but when I do, I'm over here only seeing, like, Biden passed the bill and, like, you know, a Chinese balloon got shot down. I don't know what that was about. I have to look into that because I don't even know what that was about. But I'm never hearing shit about, like, for example, like, this, what's happening in Syria and Turkey, y'all? Like, there was just, like, some big-ass earthquakes around there that literally destroyed so much of the land, bro. Like, the buildings and shit like that. I saw videos of the buildings falling over and everything. And I'm just like, 
what the fuck? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, thousands of people, like, were killed. And this was just recently. And I don't, I didn't hear that shit on anything else but TikTok, bro. Like I said, the news don't talk about shit. I be scrolling on Instagram. They be, you know, Instagram just be, like, mindless shit about, like, what's the next celebrity doing, this and that. They don't touch on, like, what the fuck is going on in the actual world. Because I don't know what it is with the fucking lying-ass media and shit like that. But they like to blind people. And people just fall for that shit. So instead of being confronted with what the fuck is going on, people are over here just like, oh my gosh, like, uh, Riri's having another baby, like, she's pregnant again, and don't get me wrong, I love me my girl Riri, but, like, putting that on the fucking news, on the fucking articles and shit like that, but not putting fucking the mass deaths that are going on in Syria and Turkey, the fucking, the fucking shit that's happening in the United States, like, bro, first of all, people over here, over here thinking, like, that climate change and everything, like, all this shit that's going on in the world isn't affecting us, bro, I heard that a few weeks ago, California was over here flooding to the point where people were on boats, and that's not just in California, bro. The first time I heard about flooding and everything, it was happening somewhere in, like, Africa. There was this African village that I heard about that literally, it flooded, like, there was a flood that flooded 90% of the village, bro, where people literally only got to get around in canoes. Like, people over here j- trying to get to their destination and living their lives, like, on canoes and everything because their fucking village is literally flooded. And I'm over here just like, it's literally just a fucking privilege to just, like, be walking on solid ground at this point. Because, it's like, there's just so much, like, the world is fucking dying, bro. Like, there's so much chaos going around. Both, like, the earth, like, the earth's natural, like, you know, the earthquakes and the floods and shit like that. And also, I feel like people are losing their minds, bro. Like, there's so much, like, civil unrest. I'm over here seeing, like, places like Haiti and shit like that and, like, places in Africa just, like, people are just, like, and this is all over the world, too, actually. Like, not even that, but this is mainly what I'm seeing. Like, so much civil unrest in, like, so many of these African countries and in Haiti and shit like that. Like, they're burning shit to the ground. Like, there's so much, like, anger and shit like that. And it's crazy because I'm over here looking and I'm just like, yo, like, People are out here just, like, destroying their own communities and shit like that and just, like, breaking down everything. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, the the world is becoming unlivable for real. Like, it's so crazy, too, because even in, like, even, like, in the United States and shit like that, like, I'm over here hearing about, like, gas explosions that are just, like you know, that is, like, dangerous, toxic chemicals and stuff like that. Like, even here, I don't know if y'all know this, like, most of y'all should know this, but, like, I reside in the state of Massachusetts. Why am I hearing that there is something going down in Braintree that literally, like, um, a power plant or something exploded, and apparently there's a bunch of, like, harmful chemicals in the air that are harmful to breathe because you'll get sick or you might die or some shit. So the people of Braintree are now just, like, kind of stuck in their houses, like close their windows, close their doors and everything, and they're, like, told to stay inside because if they inhale that shit, it's not going to be good for them. And I'm just, like, in Massachusetts, this shit happening right here, right now, and nobody's talking about it? Like, yo, I literally saw one video of that. Like, I only saw one video. Nobody's talking about it. I don't see it anywhere else, and I'm just, like, this shit is happening in our own state, and there's not shit being said about it? Like, bro, Massachusetts is a coastal state. We are fucking going underwater. So if if these sea levels start rising and shit like that, 
we're gonna be one of the first to go. So people need to get it together and fucking open their eyes because I'm not sure what is the issue with confronting these issues, but people like to be like, I'm legally blind. Like people like to be like fucking uh, tunnel vision to the shit, bro. They don't be looking around and being like, oh my God, like let's all unite and shit like that. And let's like solve these world issues and let's like stick together and like, let's resolve like, there's nothing being done about it, bro. We're literally letting each other suffer. Like, and it's so weird how, like, people are just so detached from emotion and humanity, bro. Like, the fact that I could hear something going on and everything, like, on TikTok. Literally, TikTok is the only the only reason I be seeing this shit going down because I don't see it on any other media site, bro. All the other media sites are trying to hide it from us and be like, oh, my God, everything's hunky-dory. It's fucking nuts. Like, bro, I'm over here going on TikTok and shit like that, and I'm over here just like... Why are more people talking about this? Like, people will literally give it a like and scroll. And I'm like, you do realize that this is the state of our world, like, right now as we speak. Like, right, this is this shit is happening in real time, bro. But people want to, like, act so detached. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm a victim to that, too, bro. Like, brain fog is a motherfucker. I don't know what it is. But, like, it's like you see something and everything. And when it's not directly affecting you, bro. Like, I'm out here just, like, I be seeing these, like, tragic events and everything. And I be sharing and shit like that. But I'm not going to lie. And I think it's, like, part of the programming or something. But, like, in, like, a day and shit like that, I be forgetting. And I be out here living my best life as I should, you know. Because, you know, you can't let that shit get you down for real, like, affect your spiritual and mental well-being and everything but like it's important to realize that the shit is happening but like I don't know it's just so easy to forget or just like put it on the back burner and shit like that and like you know just kind of throw it away from your mind because it's just like oh it's not happening to me so it's not really that important like y'all there is too much going on like every single day something new Like, y'all, y'all know it's Black History Month, and, oh my god, just, like, of course the senseless killing of black people continues every single fucking day, bro. Like, it's crazy, too, because, first of all, let's take a moment of um, silence for Tyree Nichols. Like, what the fuck happened to him, bro? Like, I don't even know, bro. It's like when the oppression gets, uh, when the oppressor oppresses the oppressed so much that the oppressed oppress themselves. That's how you know it's bad. I, I, so if you know, you know. The fuck? Like, it, oh my God. And then there was this other guy. I, I forgot his name, bro. I was trying to do some research on it, too. I really couldn't find him. But, like, it was this dude from a show that, like, called the police in order to, like, for, like, something related to traffic or vehicle or, like, a domestic issue or something. And he ended up getting tased and fucking killed, too. And this was all this year. This is all recently. And I'm over here like, I just don't understand, bro. Like, oh my God. I need to make an entire episode just based on black issues because the amount of shit that just goes down and it's like so fucking common. It's so like, it's so routine that we just really scroll through and just like, okay, on to the next. Like, this shit is so unhealthy, bro. It's unhealthy. But I'm gonna move on from black issues right now because that shit will take up... Oh, my God. This shit is worth an entire episode on itself. So, but yeah, what else is going on in the world, y'all? The fucking... What is going on? 
Y'all, the ice caps melting, like I just said. We a coastal state, so I'm scared. And why am I seeing all these posts about, like, chemicals being released into the air? Like I just said about Braintree. Like, that shit's happening, like, near me type shit, like, 30 minutes away. And I'm like, huh? Toxic chemicals? Bitch, am I about to die? Like, what do you, like, what do you mean? What am I breathing in right now? And it's crazy, too, because this shit's happening everywhere. Like, I heard about, like, oh, my God, I might be wrong about these specific states, but, like, Ohio, Arizona, all these places are having, like, some shit go down with, like, some factories or, like, some toxic, harmful chemicals getting released into the atmosphere and, like, people in those environments, like, not being able to get out of their house or just, like, people dying because, like, people aren't handling these things that they're not supposed to. And it's just, like, why the fuck are these things getting, tra- like, what what are y'all transporting? Like, I literally saw this, like, TikTok post, like, two seconds ago, ago about this truck that literally uh, not, like, knocked over. Like, I think it, like, it crashed somewhere. Or, like, it swerved and, like, yeah, crashed somewhere and shit like that. And it was on fire. And that, as it was, like, on fire, it was releasing, like, these toxic, like, fumes into the air. And I was just like, what the fuck were they transporting? Like, what the fuck? At this point, this thing, this stuff is happening, like, in such a domino effect, bro. Like, literally all this is happening this year, bro. I wouldn't be really that upset. Well, I wouldn't really be that, like about it if it was like you know something happened in 2020 2021 2022 but like bro all all this shit happened in like the past month and a half that the year has started bro all of a sudden there's these fucking random ass factories exploding and shit like that there's these fucking trucks colliding into the fucking uh the fucking i don't even know but they crashing and shit like that and then they're releasing this and all of a sudden like our air is getting poisoned and i'm just like what telling y'all it's always something and I'm over here just like concerned for my life because y'all it's not just like I know y'all can pretend y'all don't care because oh my god it's happening in like you know these other countries and stuff like that like you know it's happening anywhere but here bitch it's happening here it's happening right now and I know y'all scared I know y'all want to focus on your little tiktok and focus on shit that don't matter for real but like it's time to actually open y'all fucking eyes and actually see what the hell's going on because some scary shit's going down and I'm not here for it and neither should, should y'all. Y'all shouldn't be here for it either. But you, oh no, like y'all don't be taking initiative for real. Like get it together, bro. Like oh my god, it's fun to live in the illusion of carefreeness, but then if our lives and our is actually in danger and our world is actually falling apart and everything, you might want to just like <laughs> you know clear your mind for a little bit and actually open your eyes to what the fuck is going on because it's not as peach and rainbows as you think it is for real. And also things like oh my god, like the stuff that's still happening in Iran too. I know that shit went viral, like oh like real viral like maybe last month and shit like that but now i'm not really even seeing that many posts about it like i'm pretty sure people are still getting executed in iran every single day or just like i'm con like not even constantly not as often as i used to but i still see videos about oh my god these like women have been kidnapped and tortured and like they haven't been seen in months and everything like that or like there was this one girl that like went to the hospital because she got beat up by police and shit like that and i'm pretty sure the government stole her from the hospital as she was trying to recover because she was fucked up and she hasn't been seen since And that's happening to so many young girls over there that are just, like, protesting for their rights to fucking exist 
as a human and they're getting shut down by this misogynist, fucking corrupt ass, fucking evil ass government that they're governed by. And they're not, they're literally getting their lives taken away for saying shit that us in America be saying like on a whim. They're dying because of it. And also there's men too that are over here like protesting for like, People, just people in general, bro, pro- protesting for human rights and getting killed because of it or disappearing because of it. Yo, this world is, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people in their minds, bro, but people are fucked up. Like, what the fuck is this? And also, adding on to like, you know, shit that went viral and then I never saw it again. Is Ukraine and Russia still beefing? Like, is Russia still trying to take over Ukraine? Like, I never... I'm pretty sure the war's still going on. But people don't talk about that shit no more. I'm pretty sure people are still out here fucking dying every single day. Civilians and everything. Because of Vladimir Putin's fucking... With his ugly ass... Oh my god. His ugly ass, first of all. And then his fucking mind that's over here just like... Look, I want to be the second Stalin. I want to be Stalin 2.0. I want to be... Was it Stalin that was in charge of Russia? I think so. And he wants to be like, oh yeah, like... Soviet Russia. Like, hey, yo, like... Let's do that again, bro. Like, that was fun, wasn't it? Like, what the fuck is going on? But y'all, none of this even got to do with my story to... Yo... Had to go on a little whim there because there's just too much shit going on in the world and it would be delusional of me not to talk about it. So I'm talking about it. But yeah, y'all. So let's actually get to my story because even though like it got it don't really got nothing to do with that, but it do got something to do with that at the same time because it has something to do with, you know, my family torturing me. Like what I was just talking about is like about people torturing each other. This is about my family torturing me mentally baby because i don't know what it what's up with like these caribbean parents and shit like that or just like parents in general but like i don't think they see you as human baby i i don't understand why they act the way they act so y'all this podcast is gonna have the themes of limiting beliefs in the household and society in the world, if you have strict parents, if you have traditional quote-unquote parents and shit like that, this is about limiting beliefs. This is about projection, about protecting my peace, about injustice and dynamics, my goals to ruin my peace, preservation of my peace, not being able to fully express myself or feeling like I'm always getting held back or shut down. Always wear, like, wary or aware of somebody, like, judging me or side-eyeing me or, like, trying to, like, throw little jabs at me and shit like that. Like, mind your business. Like, people just love to just, like, give the heat, bitch. People just love to, like, give hate. And it's just like, baby, heal yourself. And also, this episode contains more themes of fear of constantly being questioned, y'all. People just love to question when they don't understand something, and it's not even question like genuine curiosity. It's question like, why do you do that? Why do you do this? Why do you do this like that? Why do you do that like this? Like blah blah blah. Like why do you speak like that? Why do you act like that? Why do you talk like that? Why do you do like that? Like just critiquing every single characteristic I have, and it's like, bitch, if you mad, you ain't me. Just say that. If you a hater, just say that. 
If you don't just say that because this whole coming at me shit like that, it's not cute, baby. Because the amount of shit that I say to people, the no, hold on. The amount of shit that I can say to people, but I do not because I am such a healed and whole hearted person that that shit does not add to me at all. Like, I don't even get the get the urge to do that shit because that shit does not add to me at all. But it be adding to some of y'all bitches because y'all bitches is broken. But anyways, let's continue this list. So we're also going to be touching on prioritizing family members, prioritizing destructive traditional beliefs over the genuine relationship, connection, and closeness with actual family. Love that. Constantly being ridiculed and annoyed. Oh my God, every single day. Um, The annoying ex-boyfriend... That my mother has, we're going to touch into that first because that is, whoo, that is a whole thing, y'all. I cannot wait to get into that shit. I'm about to be, whoo, it's about to be a lot. Get yourself ready. We're also going to be talking about um, people that have no right to say shit to me, having the audacity to try to ridicule me. And just the overall aspect and ideology of cutting family off because family is not everything, Family is not everything to everybody. At the end of this, the day, these motherfuckers are strangers. These motherfuckers are people that are just connected to you by blood. Motherfucking your mother and your daddy. All they did was have sex and they had you, baby. And they want to be like, oh my God, you should be so thankful. Oh my God, we feed you. Oh my God, we clothe you. Oh my God, we give you a roof over your head. Bitch, but you had me though. I didn't just, like, knock on your door and be like, hey, take me in and provide for me. Nah, then I would be thankful. But you had me. You made a conscious choice to do your little bitty bop bop and have a child. And y'all know the responsibilities I came with a child or are you just going to let me starve? No, you're going to do your parental duties and provide for me. So I'm not thankful. You gave me a stepping stone into the world. Thank you very much. You brought me into it and that's all it is i don't owe you shit in return i really don't but yeah y'all so (laughs) kind of went off on a tangent there but we're gonna get into everything right now y'all so get ready because the boyfriend story is coming right now so y'all let's really get into the first story because uh, we have to unpack this trauma we gotta unpack the knapsack you know what I mean? Like, us us kids, bro, us people, we really be holding too much shit back for real. And there's a lot of things that is, like, very traumatic that has happened to everybody. And people don't really acknowledge it, which is why people these days are just so fucked up. Because they don't want to acknowledge their issues. They want to think they're always right. They want to be egotistical as fuck. And a planet full of egotistical ass people, there's not going to be no progress, no change, no growth, baby. They just gonna be disaster, chaos. Everybody's gonna be bashing each other. Everybody's gonna be projecting. And that's basically what the world consists of. So, baby, uh, let me tell you when I say my mom and my family in general are egotistical as fuck, not only egotistical, but what they like to call traditional, quote unquote. I hate using the term traditional because honestly, traditional just means oppressive. Traditional just means so fucking little-minded that you don't want to open your mind to any other possibility besides the things that they've already done in the past. Traditional means you're basic, basically. At least to me, y'all can make your own definition, but traditional means you're basic. It means you want to follow along with everybody else. You want to be a follower, and then you expect everybody around you, all the future generations, to do exactly as you did and as the people before you did. 
Because y'all don't want to open your minds to change. And it's really, really crazy how ignorant people love to be and how normalized it is. So y'all let me get into it because I have a lot of stories. Oh my God. Especially like what happened during my winter break. Yeah, this is really going to specify what happened during my winter break. But it's really going to touch on each one of my like main, I guess, family members. How they act towards me. How I deal with it. And uh, yeah, we're just going to dissect that shit one by one. So let's get into it. So, y'all, we're going to start with my mother's boyfriends. Well, her on-again, off-again boyfriend, I don't even know if they're together right now because they've been on-again, off-again for, like, the past 10-plus years. So, it's really always a gamble determining whether they're together or not. But I'm going to just call her him her boyfriend for now, but I really don't know their status at this point because it's always shifting. So, let's get into some background about this dude. This dude has been... The most absent, inconsistent father in the entire world. He ain't my daddy. No, he ain't. But he is one of my little brother's dads, which is why he, like, be around all the time and shit like that. Even when they're broken up, he still be around and shit. And I remember living, like, I remember while I was still living at home and shit like that. Like, bro, this dude came into my life, like, 10 plus years ago. And he's been in and out of my life ever since. Even after my little brother was born, like, after he gave birth, my mom gave birth to his son and shit like that. Bro, tell me why after he gave birth to my little brother, like, maybe a year or two after my little brother was born. Motherfucker went to Florida. Flew to Florida. Stayed there for a couple years. Met another woman. Got her pregnant. Started a whole other family in Florida, bitch. And then he fucking left that woman and his daughter in Florida. And he came back to Massachusetts and tried to get with my mom again. Now, what type of bullshit? Like, if you, got, if you guys have ever heard anything more fucked up, I was like, excuse me? I was still like a preteen during this time. So I was just like, oh, what the heck? Like, what's going on? But, bro, I, but I was still peeping shit. I was like... The fuck? Like, he just gone? Like, he just left like that? Bro, so this nigga left. He's an inconsistent-ass father. He goes in and out of the house as he pleases, bro. He's been, like, with my mom for, like, 10-plus years. Refuses to commit to her. I remember, like, years ago when I was still preaching and everything. I remember he was, like, talking to me about, like, marrying my mom and shit like that. This was, like, motherfucking almost 10 years ago type shit. He was talking about marrying my mom and everything. I was just like, oh my God, yeah, that sounds so fun, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And bitch, up to this day, 10 years later, I was a preteen back then. Now I'm 21. That shit still has not happened. And it will never happen because they are not right for each other. They are so toxic together. They know it. And yet they still continue the bullshit. So, yeah, this dude comes in whenever he pleases. If things get at least, like, even a little bit hard and everything, he always has his little apartment in Boston to go to. Like, he be staying with my mom when it suits him and everything. And then when things get a little bit difficult, they get a little fire, he's not feeling it anymore, he wants a little break or whatever, he just retreats back to his little apartment that he pays $2,000 a month for, and he just, like be he just be rotting there he just be rotting there for like one month and shit like that and then all of a sudden one month later he comes back into our lives and everything and this was a motherfucking monthly occurrence like every single month or every single like maybe like twice a month type shit bro like every single two weeks they would have a fucking argument 
he would leave and then my mom would go out get drunk come back with him and then he would be in our lives again and then the cycle repeats itself so as you can see this is a very um disgusting little cycle to be in especially when you got kids that you're trying to like you know be a model i know parents are, i know parents are, aren't perfect like obviously they're not fucking perfect nothing about them is but you know you got kids in the house and shit like that and he she my mom's stupid as fuck too because she keeps willingly allowing this man to come in and out in and out not even my life and or anything because i never felt attached to him like that as a father figure or anything he was mostly my two little brothers father figures and he uh, she allowed him to do that to them to the point where now they expect them to break up or where now they're used to them breaking up, bro. I remember one time, no, not even one time, multiple times, I'd be going back to visit and shit like that. And my little brother just be casually saying, oh, yeah, mommy and puppy broke up again. I was like, wait, what? This little boy saying that like he's saying like he likes cereal or some shit. He likes candy. He says it so casually. And I, I think to myself how fucked up it is that it is so normalized in the household that they're just, like, saying it like it's nothing. And it's fucked up, too, because this is creating so much inconsistency and instability in their lives. The fact that their dad is not willing to commit, is not willing to be constant, is not willing to be constantly there for them. But yet he has so much fucking entitlement when he's actually in the fucking house with his deadbeat ass. So we're going to get into some of that um, entitlement right now, too, because... A lot, like, y'all know that Caribbean parents and Caribbean adults like to take their fucking anger and their fucking misery and their fucking just egotistical asses out on their kids, right? Or on the kids. So, basically, oh my god, hella shit was talked about me. I'm gonna focus on uh, specifically winter break. The winter break that just passed. But just know, things like this happened on many occurrences. It was not just during this winter break. Like, it happened throughout my entire life. But I'm going to just tell you about this winter break because it kind of just, like, concentrates all the bullshit to one time period. To make it a little bit simpler, you know? So, let's get into it. Like my mom, this nigga, and my grandma would love to talk so much shit about me. And I wouldn't even do nothing, bro. It would be over the most insignificant as not it's it's not even insignificant because it's not even a problem they just make it a problem that's the problem is that they make it a problem there's no real problem to have for real so basically what happened this one specific time was uh bitch i was asleep i was asleep because i had started to go to sleep early during the winter break because of course my sleep schedule wants to fix itself during the breaks so i remember during winter break i was getting up every day at around like maybe seven six seven eight o'clock and you know that's when i would just wake up and i would just start my day you know quietly of course because you know everybody's sleeping and everything so i would just like get up walk make myself some tea go to the bathroom maybe shower brush my teeth and then i would come back watch a little bit tv on low and shit like that like starting off my day because i'm not gonna force myself to go to sleep and wake up when everybody else is up when i'm already up and i could just you know quietly and peacefully go about my day but apparently that was still a problem because um first of all my mom would complain every single day about me getting up early and making so much noise and slamming cabinets and stomping around the house you know how fucking dramatic Caribbean parents could be or our parents in general because I was definitely just stepping on the wood floors but the wood floors was creaking they was creaking because that, that's what wood floors do they creak 
So the wood floors would be creaking and there'd be nothing I could do about it because they creak. The fuck you want me to do? Change that shit into marble floors so you don't hear nothing? How about you pay for that shit, bro? Like, so the floors would creak. So even if I would walk quietly and everything, you would still hear something. And my mother, with her fucking uh, dog hearing or some shit, she would hear, like, I swear this woman wouldn't even sleep. She would, like, have her ear pressed to her door just waiting for, like, me to make a noise. She's just waiting for somebody to, like, make one little peek, bro. Because I swear, bro, I would step. I would step so lightly and shit like that. And the floor would barely creak. And then she'd still get up being like, oh, my God, you're so loud, blah, 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 blah. Like, Lee Spade, stop making so much noise. And I'm just like, girl, get the fuck over it. Like, you moved into a motherfucking place that got wood floors. Like, people have to live their lives. Like, I got to live my life, bitch. I get up. I'm not staying there. I'm going to get up. Like, I'm living my life. I'm not living my life for you. So sorry about it. I know you want me to, but no. So, yeah. So, basically, she would have such a problem with that. Um, I would literally close the cabinets so quietly. She would say I was slamming them. I would put some dishes in the dishwasher. She would say I was throwing dishes in there. So, you know, you can never do right by her, for all. But there was this time that uh, a motherfucker had the audacity because I knew my mom was on that bullshit. And I was used to her bullshit, bro. But when this motherfucker wanted to get on my case, oh, I had some shit to say. So let me t- tell y'all what happened this day. So basically, I was asleep because I I started to go to sleep. Like I said, I started going to sleep early and waking up early. So I went to sleep by maybe like 11 or something. And um, I remember I was asleep, right? And then literally, I kind of woke up because like everybody else was awake. And, you know, since it was like 11, 12 and everything and like all the adults were, all the quote unquote adults were in the house. Like my grandma, my mom and this motherfucker were in the house and they were like drinking. I think it was the weekend too. And basically they were making noise and shit like that. And my little brothers were up too and they were playing video games in the same room that I was sleeping in. So I kind of just woke up because I'm just like, there's a lot of commotion going on. So let me just, you know, stay up for a little bit longer. So I like went to sleep for like an hour and then I woke up bro I literally opened my eyes to the world I just started processing the colors and the structures around me and then all of a sudden I hear this motherfucking entitled ass bitch I'm talking about my mom's boyfriend by the way he's a bitch yes yes I said it and I'll do it again this entitled ass bitch had the nerve to say and I heard it because as soon as I woke up this is what I heard too that's so toxic to wake up to like Bro, I just opened my eyes and you're already talking shit, but that's crazy. Anyways, I opened my eyes and I just started like get, getting my bearings and I hear this motherfucker be like, oh my God, she's like so inconsiderate. Like she don't care about nobody. Like she just be getting up and doing her thing. Like she's freaking annoying, whatever. And he was, he was talking shit about me waking up early. He was just like, yeah, she don't care about nobody. Like what's wrong with her? This and that. She's so like, she don't care. Like, like, she need to get it together. I was like, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way that this deadbeat motherfucker is talking about me trying to ridicule me. So, literally, as soon as I heard that, I kind of perked up, obviously, because I'm just like, the fuck did he just say? So, I got my ass up, and I was just like, what'd you say, Domingo? Because that's his name, Domingo. And I was just like, what'd you say? Say it again. 
Like, what'd you say? Because I'll play about him. Like I said, I never liked him. I never was that close to him. I would cuss him out all the time type shit. And he knew I didn't like him. And he always gave me more fuel to not like him, bro. Just like this situation. Like, he always wants to, like, try to get on my good side sometimes, like, to, by inviting me to drink and shit like that. That's a whole other story, by the way. But then he would do shit like this. And it's just like this, why I don't like you, motherfucker. And then literally when I was just like, what was that? Say it again, say it again. He literally was like dead silent. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Okay, keep your comments to yourself. And I think I um, said something about like, you have no room to talk and shit like that because he don't. He don't. Family abandoner. Deadbeat. Immature. Little bitch. Let me stop. But yeah, that's the shit that went on with him um, during uh, winter break and shit like that. And oh my God. This motherfucker just has so much history that has traumatized me, I would say. Not like, you know, nothing extreme happened to me, luckily, but like, there are these times and everything where I would get such a creepy vibe from him. Like, for example, I remember this one time during summertime when my mom wasn't home, and I'm pretty sure it was me, him, and my grandma, but my, my grandma had gone to sleep. So it's pretty much just me and him in the house, and... He was, like, giving me shots to throw back, bro. I, I think I was drinking some Don Julio or some shit. Y'all know how strong Don Julio is? Yo, that shit gave me a stroke. Like, bro, I went to, like, other dimensions type shit. Like, when I got up, because I didn't think I was that, that drunk. Like, I was throwing back shots and everything. But I stopped when I thought it was enough, you know, because I was feeling a little bit woozy. But, bro, when I got up, I damn near fell down. Because the way the world started to spin... And the way I started to see, like, different shapes and shifting colors and whatever, like, bro, my eyesight was getting fucked up, like, I was going into another dimension type shit, I was like, ooh, what the fuck? And, yeah, and then I kind of ran to my room and shit like that, because I'm just like, oh, shit, like, I'm really drunk, right? And after that and everything, I started to, like, you know, get myself ready for my routine, like, my little night routine, like, I was drunk, but, like... I was still able to get myself together and shit like that. So I was able to get myself ready to go to sleep, right? So me and Domingo, like, ended our conversation. You know, I did my little night routine. And then I went in my room to go to sleep. Or so I thought. So the thing about my mother's house is that she has those locks. Oh, and I know my Caribbean and black people could really relate to this too. Those houses that have the locks. That, that the Caribbean parents could just put their little crusty fingernails into and just twist that shit and the lock opens. Ooh, it was one of those locks. So um, I had went into my room and I locked the door by instinct. You know, I just like locking my door. And um, I was getting cozied up in bed. I was ready to pass out because I was drunk. And I'm just like, let me sleep this drunkness off. But then all of a sudden I hear my door start fiddling. And I'm like, Oh, what the heck is that? And then this motherfucker walks in and he's just like, oh, what you doing? And I'm just like, I'm about to go to sleep. And then he was just like, oh, like, he said some other bullshit. And then he just gave me the creepiest smile. Like, he just smiles at me. And I was like, this motherfucker is fucking weird. Like, get out. And I was just like, okay, bye. Like, can you get out? Can you close the door or whatever? And when he got out, I, like, closed the door. I locked it. And I put, like, some uh, bins, like, moving bins, like, in front of it because I was scared. I'm like, this motherfucker, what if this motherfucker comes in 
something that in, like comes into me while I'm sleeping. Wait, no. That's that sounded so wrong. See, that's why I was trying to adjust what I was saying before I said it, but I still said it. Not comes into me, but like, what if he walks in on me while I'm sleeping? Like, he was already acting creepy enough while I was awake. So while I'm sleeping, and if he opens the door, like, I don't even know. I never got that vibe from him, but I don't know what he's capable of, especially while we're both drunk. Like, I was underage and shit like that, and he had gotten me drunk. So I'm just like, the fuck? Like, this is a really weird behavior. And at that point, when he opened that shit, I sobered the fuck up. I pushed my bins in front of the door, and I kind of stayed up for like an hour, two hours to make sure he didn't walk in again. And he didn't. But bitch... You can see, you can already tell this guy is bad fucking vibes. And I remember telling my mom about that shit too. And then, guess what she said? Classic parent shit. Classic parent that prioritizes their partners over their children type shit is what she pulled. Because she was just like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. He was probably just playing around. Like, you know, he was just playing. Like, y'all were drinking and stuff like that. He was fine. Like, it was fine. It's fine. You're fine completely invalidated my feelings my stories my experience and of course she still had this nigga in the house and he technically hadn't broken any laws so it's not like i could call the fucking police so i did my duty by telling my mother that her boyfriend's a fucking creep and she brushed that shit off like it was nothing like they always fucking do and what else am i gonna do i'm gonna go about my fucking life I'm gonna go about my life because what is what else is there to do? Like, luckily, like you know, I I'm in college. Like, I was in college at the time too, so it's like I could come back here. Like at the end of the summer, I came back here and shit like that. And ever since then, I never went back over there except for the this winter break that just passed. This shit happened like two summers ago, by the way. But yeah. This guy is just bad vibes all around. There was also this other time. Oh, my God. There was this other time where um, I remember that. Remember? Y'all remember that? Um, if y'all really an OG um, subscriber or follower of my podcast, which if you are, I love you. I love you so much. But if y'all watch, I think it was episode two, which is what went down last summer. I think at the very end, I told y'all about um, how we went to the beach and I took some bikini pictures because I was like, shut, because I wasn't going to let my mom's pettiness ruin my fucking day or my life. And those bikini pictures, you know, are, are posted on my Instagram. They're me in a red bikini posing. My little brother was taking my pictures as he should. And yeah, so I had those on my um, Instagram and then all of a sudden, one day, when I had come back, it was that same summer, too. When I had come back for the fall semester, um, I remember I received a text message from him. And, oh, my God, guys, this is the creepiest shit ever. Oh, ah, bleh, I'm going to throw up. So, basically, he had taken a screenshot. A screenshot, y'all. He took a screenshot. Of one of my bikini pictures from that day. He sent it to me. And then he captioned it. And my Caribbeans know what this means. When like a, a Caribbean man or woman says this shit. They're like, aha. Uh-huh. Or like, aha. Uh-huh, like type shit. Like, oh shit. Like, look at you. Like, okay girl. Like, okay, I'll see you. Type shit. Like, aha. Uh-huh. Like, that's what that means. And, bro... That shit was like, oh my god. Like, this nigga has no filter. 
Like, he really texted me. I got, like, text proof on you being a fucking creep. And I remember I told my grandma about it. I sent her the picture that he, um, I sent her a screenshot of, like, the picture he sent me along with what he said. And she was over here like, ah, same shit with my grandma. She's a fucking, she's fucking stupid, too. Because she was just like, oh, no, he's just playing around. It's okay. He just wanted to compliment you, whatever, whatever. I'm like, wait, what? Is everybody fucking delusional except for me? Is everybody, is everybody missing, like, like, 99% of their brain? Like, I just don't understand why I was not being taken seriously. And then, that's something that happens with so many kids and parents, bro. Where the kid wants to tell their parents something, but their parents is so fucking deluded and stupid and ignorant. And they, like, just completely refuse to believe the child and want to prioritize their partner over everything. So the child's feelings get invalidated. They, um, can't get any help. Their voice is shut down. They feel shut down because the person that they depended to, to, you know, stick up to, stick up for them and, like, you know, protect them and shit like that is brushing shit off like it's nothing. And that's exactly what my mom and my grandma did to me. And at that point, I was like, okay, fuck this shit, fuck this shit. Like, you know, there's nothing I can do about it for real. And then, yeah, so after that, you know, I barely talked to him. I didn't inter- I didn't even respond to that shit. Like, that shit is really still in my phone. I never responded to it because why the fuck would I? And, yeah, I barely talk to him anymore. Like, I mean, uh, sometimes I go to the house and he's there and I'm just like, oh, hey, like... Just kind of like the friendly shit, even though I don't like being friendly. And 99% of the time, I don't talk to him. But then my mom was over here just like, can you say hi? Can you say hi? And I'm just like, no, bitch, I don't want to. Like, the fuck? Like, I hate when parents try to pressure you to say hi, especially to somebody they know you're uncomfortable with. Like, fuck off. (sighs) Y'all, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. But yeah, that was the story with this motherfucker Domingo. Sunday is what that translates to. This motherfucker named Sunday. And yeah, that that's it on him. I'm done talking about him and we're moving on to the next motherfucker that I need to rant about, which is my mother. Woo! So y'all, let's get into my mom real quick. She Y'all already know the history with her for like I said, the people that already listened to the other episodes, y'all already know she on some bullshit in general. But over this winter, bro, like first of all, she wasn't even going to let me stay with her. She almost left me on the street because I didn't, I didn't want to stay with her. I was trying to, like, balance all my options. But, like, at the end of the day, like, a girl was broke. And she was my only option for real. So I called her and I had to beg her to stay with her. I had to be like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to do the dishes and shit like that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever I had to do to, like, you know, have a roof over my head. Which, you know, I had to bargain with her. I'm just like, I'm your child. This is not enough, but, like... With her, it's like, mm-mm. like I said, when it comes to me and her underneath one roof, it's explosive. So I really had to, like, when I'm in her household, bro, I really got to be like, I got to restrain myself so much. Because, bro, any little petty ass thing will set her off. I'm, I, I'm, I promise y'all she a child with a temper. She's a, she's a child about to throw a tantrum any second type shit. That's the vibe she gives off. So it's like, you got to be real careful with her. But, um, yeah, so she eventually agreed to let me stay with her over the winter. And, um, like I was saying before, she always stick by her little whack ass, deadbeat ass baby daddy. 
So, um, when shit went down with him and shit like that, like, I swear, like, remember when I told y'all that he was over here talking smack when I first opened my eyes? She wasn't defending me. Her or my grandma, none of them motherfuckers was defending me. I swear, my family ain't shit for real, bro. Like, if they ain't shit. Because nobody was defending me. I feel like they was all talking crap and... Domingo's little ugly ass was like adding on to something that they both said bro because like I said I woke up when he was talking but I'm pretty sure they had been having a discussion about me so they all just on some bullshit and they all could kiss my be- no hold on that's weird not the family but they all especially Domingo he don't know you don't get to kiss nothing but uh, they all could go stick your foot up your ass like get, get, get your name out my mouth like get, I mean get my name out your mouth like I swear it's really weird how adults just love to gossip about their kids for real but yeah so she was with that too she was in the little discussion talking about me and everything also like I mentioned before she got bothered by everything like I said I used to wake up like early like seven eight o'clock be doing my thing bro I'll be over here just like trying to make myself some tea have a good morning and shit like that and then the first thing she would do when she came out was start complaining about the noise the this the that and you know the most important time that like affects your consciousness and everything it's like as soon as you wake up, like, that energy, as soon as you wake up, and then that energy right before you go to sleep, bro. Like, those energies that you have in the morning, like, once you wake up and once you go to sleep is so important. Because it alters, like, the way, like, in the morning when you wake up, it alters the way, like, your day carries out. And then in the nighttime, it alters the day, like, first of all, your quality of sleep and then how you wake up the next morning. So I need good vibes always. And she was never good vibes, bro. I swear, she would come out of her room and she just start talking shit, bro. She just start, oh, my God, why are you making so much noise? Why are you doing this why you doing that everything bothered her it was like such negative vibrations and it would fuck with my spirit and i'm just like well she would try to fuck with my spirit and i'm just like nah baby get away with that nasty ass energy because you know them energies that are like spicy that give you like tingles and shit i'm just like not the good tingles bro it's that energy that you just want to wait from you it's like an electric shock and she'd be like that so i'm just like yo like just get away and then she would never stand up for me never be by my side um and yeah we love a supportive mom like that shit what else would she do y'all i swear she's the reason why i have a lot of my trauma because she like i have trauma to this day because i always feel like i'm definitely healing from it like every day is getting better and shit but like i have this like trauma response where i I feel like everybody's like always talking about me or people are side-eyeing me or people are like quietly judging me and shit like that and i got that shit from her because like even this winter bro like this has been taking place my entire life but like i'm in a state of awareness and healing where like i peep shit that other people do but i don't let it affect me no more i just like be peeping it like where do all my traumas come from like, I, I ask myself like where do my traumas come from and then i start like what is it called analyzing my surroundings and then i be peeping where that should be coming from and a lot of it comes from her because even during the winter bro even during this winter that passed by and everything i'll be doing something in the kitchen cooking hanging out and shit like that and then i would just feel like her side eye me like yo low-key peeping out what i'm doing and i would kind of get tense when she did that because i'm just like what are you looking at because it's like i just feel like she's gonna say something she's gonna judge something she's gonna try to critique something and i don't like that shit at all like and that's one of my main things when it comes to like making friendships and everything is that like if people like try to critique me and people try to question me and people try to like side eye me judge me like whatever it triggers me because i'm just like oh hell not like the fuck 
Like, I feel like I'm just so used to that shit from my mom that I'm kind of attracting that shit in my friends. And, like, that's why a lot of people getting cut off out here because I'm finally learning my, my worth. But, yeah, she would just do all that petty bullshit, bro. Just, like, critique you or question why you do stuff or, like, why you why I act a certain way, why I do things the way I do this and that. Like, she was, she always had some sly shit, sly shit to say to me, y'all. She, one time, I'm pretty sure there was this one time that, like, um, I remember, I remember the situation, but there was this one time that she was just like, do people like you? Like, do you have friends and shit like that? And she said that because my energy is so intense that her fucking funky ass couldn't hear and she was just like oh my god you do too much you're so loud you're this you're that never mind y'all she loud as fuck too like where do you think i get it from she loud as fuck she'd be on the phone yelling i'll be telling her to quiet down but then when i talk and everything she's just like shh, shh you're so loud like you're so extra you're so like even on my birth y'all on my birthday which is january 4th so if you wish me happy birthday thank you love y'all and i just turned 21 and shit but um i remember on my birthday i was getting my little birthday fit together and i was getting my accessories and everything you know it's not 21st birthday and also it's not, it don't even matter how old i am it's my birthday so i'm going to pop off as i should bitch i came back with some little accessories and everything one day and i showed her it and she looked at it she like made like a face she was just like mm, you know that little face that caribbean parents be making like when they judging and shit like that when they trying to say some slick shit and she was just like, why are you so extra? Like, you don't even need all that. Like, well, like, why are you doing too much? Like, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, bitch, first of all, I'm extra because I want to be. So don't even question me on that. And second of all, it's not birthday. Like, are you dumb or are you dumb? So, yeah, just like shit like that, bro. And then there was this one. Oh, there was this one time I won't forget, too. Um, there was this one time that I, I, I don't remember the discussion again, but I remember something about something. And we're I, I think we were talking about, like, whether I could cook or something because I was trying to get her, get her to teach me how to cook and everything because I like to see, I like her food. So I want to see how she, like, seasons shit, you know, because she made good, good Dominican food. Hello? And, um, yeah, so I remember we were talking about that, and then I went away for a little bit, and then she started talking on the phone. And then literally as she was passing me by, because I was in the bathroom, and as she was passing me by talking to her friend, and she was just like, yeah, I be telling her, like, if she can't cook, she can't get a man, whatever that. And I was just like, I looked at her, I was like, what did you say? I looked at her, and I was just like, the fuck did you say? Bitch, if I can't cook, I can't keep a man. First of all, I don't want a man that um, judges my worth on my cooking skills. And second of all, bitch, can you keep a man? Can you keep a man? Because last time I checked, your little deadbeat baby daddy has refused to commit to you for the last 10 years. But I'm pretty, but you can throw it down in the kitchen, though. You can throw it down in the kitchen, but you still can't keep a man. So how are you going to... It's the hypocrisy for me. Like, how are you going to go against your own statement? How are you a living example of the hypocrisy that you just committed? Because my mom could cook. I'll give her that. She could cook. But she can't keep a man. But she over here, she over here, like, have toxic situation with a man that has refused to commit to her for the past decade. It has been in and out of her life for the past decade. And she's been through other men who only tolerate her for, like, uh, at most a month. And then they leave her. But then you want to pass by and whisper in my ear, yeah, you can't keep a man if you can't cook. It's just like... Mm, get out of my face with that. Because I could really roast her. Like, oh my god. Like... I swear, these parents are projectors, y'all. They be projecting their fears and their insecurities and everything on their children, for real, bro. They be, they be like, 
projecting all their trauma on us, bro. All their lacking in their soul. All their, all the, you know, just like all the messiness within them. They be wanting to project it on us because they, apparently she want me to feel as messy and as unworthy and as everything is her. And I will not. I will never stoop that low in my life. So, yeah, I be letting her say what the fuck she want to say and shit like that because I was staying at her house at the time and shit like that. I mean, I would I would argue from time to time and everything, but, like, nothing too big where I would get kicked out of the house because she has threatened to do that before. So, I, was, I wasn't trying to risk that, especially in the wintertime, y'all. It's snow and it's cold. Like, nah, I'm not trying to go outside. So, yeah. So, after that, um, and even, like, a situation that happened recently, actually, a few days ago was spring break. This is another example of just how, like, disrespectful and out-of-pocket and fucking, like, down bad she is, for real, to, like, try to get little jabs at me. Because she she be trying to take little jabs anytime she can, for real, and it's annoying. Now, nah, because there was this one time that she came, she came over a few days ago for spring break because I needed food because my bitch-ass school went and shut, out, shut down all the dining halls during spring break. But then they want to keep the BSU bookstore. They want to keep the they want to keep the gym open. They want to keep, like, these little halls open and shit like that. Like, they want to keep the Connect Card office open. They want to keep the gym open, a random-ass store open. But they don't want to open one dining hall. Bitch, they said, okay, you can shop and you can work out, but you can't eat. Bitch, I was hungry. I was a off Chef Boyardee for the last week. Like, what do you mean? Until my mom finally brought me some food. So, yeah, that was some bullshit. And I'm going to cancel the school real quick. But anyways, yeah, so she bought me food um, a few days ago. And, you know, it was all good vibes for a little while and shit like that. It was like, all pretty good vibes. She bought me some food and everything. And, um... <clears throat> I remember after she left and everything, um, she called me and stuff like that because she wanted to give me some of this stuff, but, like, I hadn't seen her call. And, yeah, so we were just talking and everything, and I was just like, oh, my God, thank you for all the food. Like, I'm so grateful and everything. And she had brought me, like, salad, but she didn't bring me no dressing, and I didn't have no dressing, so I was just like, oh, my God, no, I don't have no dressing. What am I going to do? And then she was just like, because um, I was thinking about ranch dressing or, like, you know, some seeds or, like, that good shit, right? She only bought me lettuce. So I was just like, um, no, I don't have anything. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I guess I have to wait till the dorms open again. And she gave me, like, she does this thing where she, like, makes a salad and then she'd be blending it with vinegar. This little um, mixture that she does with vinegar, oil, and um, vinegar, oil, and salt or vinegar, oil, and it's like a little vinegar oil mix, right? So I was just like, oh, shoot, like, I didn't even think of that because now, like, when she mentioned that, I had to remember that I have apple cider vinegar and I have some oil, too. So I was just like, okay, like, we can make something work. And then I gave her a compliment because I wasn't even thinking about that. So I was just like, oh, my God, yeah, I mean, that dressing don't really go good with, like, the letters she gave me. But, like, you know, could still make it work, I guess, because I got to eat. But, yeah, so after she said that, I was just like, okay, you be thinking and everything because, you know, I hadn't thought about that. And she was just like, no, you just don't be thinking. And I was just like, bitch, I wasn't even thinking about that fucking sauce. That fucking sauce don't go good with that salad anyway. So, like, why you, why you always trying to sell shots for all? So, yeah, that was another jab that she tried to take at me. I pushed that shit down real quick. I rejected that shit real quick. I'm just like, don't do me. Don't do me. Because that wasn't the dressing I wanted. That's just what I'm settling for. And when I give you a compliment, shit like that, when I hype her up a little bit, she wants to take it as an opportunity to take a jab at me. It's just like, baby, baby, you're lucky I'm the bigger person, but you can see, like, the type of energy that she has, y'all. It's petty, it's childish, it's worthless, it's pathetic, and it's toxic. Moving on to my grandma now, because... 
<sighs> she kind of the same way, but I'm not going to lie. This winter, she really ruined our relationship, like, for realsies. Like, this winter, like, we always used to be cool and everything because she, like, would, she, like, she was never, like, uh, she never lived in the household. She was in New York. She um, originally lived in New York, but now she's bouncing from New York, North Carolina, and Santo Domingo, which, if you guys know, is the capital of the Dominican Republic. So she be in the Dominican Republic. She be everywhere now because she retired. But, um, yeah, so since, since she always be everywhere and shit like that, like, we usually, like, maintain a relationship through calling, you know, WhatsApp. We call, like, once a week, a few times um, a few times a month and shit like that. And we just chat, you know. We say, I love you. And I was always pretty close to my grandma. But... This winter, bro, she wanted to be on some bullshit, and that's why I be saying, bro, I be getting along with my family from far away, because when we're under the same household, even with my my grandma now, like, it just don't go good. It's always explosive, because tell me why this bullshit happened. Let me let y'all know. So, basically, my grandmother, she came um, the day before Christmas, I think, to celebrate Christmas with us, and we were all really, like, you know, surprised. We were just like, oh, my God, because we didn't think she was going to come back. So, yeah, so, you know, everything was good vibes and everything, and when she came back, I mean, when she came, it was nighttime, too, so, you know, I was saying hi to her and everything. I had on my little robe because, like I said, it was nighttime, and I was comfortable in my own home, or so I thought. So, um, yeah, so I had on my little robe and shit like that, like, you know, and, you know, we were talking and everything, everything was good, and then after a while, after she settles her little funky ass in here, of course she wants to start talking shit because that kind of, I feel like that just runs in the family. I'm, I'm over here breaking generational curses and shit like that. Like, I am that bitch. They are not. They are still down bad. And therefore, like mother, like daughter. I mean, no. Yeah, like mother, like daughter in reference to my mother and my grandmother. But anyways... Yeah, so what happened with her was that, like, like I said, like, after she started settling in and everything, she, um, sat down, took a good look at me, because you know how Korean parents like to judge, they like to side-eye you, they like to, like, analyze you up and down and shit like that, and she looked at the robe that I was wearing, and my little body adi adi underneath, because I got body adi obviously, and she looked at me, and she was just like, why are you wearing that? Like, you're showing way too much. Mind you, it's a robe, y'all. It got sleeves. It's like it's like a Christian dress, for real. Like, it's covering me from head to toe and everything. I mean, it's not that long. It stops, like, above the knees and everything, but it's still not even that short. I ain't showing too much. And because, you know, they get mad and everything because they see a little body body and they think, like, oh, my God, every guy in the world wants to fuck you because you're showing a little bit of, a little bit of skin, a little bit of thigh meat or whatever. So, yeah. So she looked at me and she's just like, why are you wearing that? Like, why are you wearing pajamas inside? Mind you, when she said that, I looked at her and I'm just like, where the fuck else? Like, I swear, they be saying the stupidest shit, bro. She's just like, why are you wearing pajamas inside? Why are you getting so comfortable inside? I'm just like, where else am I supposed to wear pajamas? So, already she had me on some bullshit because she was just like, oh my god, like, why are you wearing that inside and everything? I'm just like, where else am I supposed to wear them? And that shut her up because she just said some dumb stuff. And then, um, that shut her up for now, for, for that moment in time. But later on, y'all, that same night, she had the nerve to say some other shit, like, comment on my low robe again because I didn't change. Because I ain't bothering nobody, I'm minding my business, and you want to get bothered. So, that has nothing to do with me but later on she was over here just like you need to put some clothes on you need to put some clothes on mind you during this time domingo's 
funky ass was in there too so she was just like domingo's right there like domingo's right there like he's like looking at you and everything and i looked at her and i'm just like what does that have to do with me and then i look at i look at her and everything because nobody not not even my mom was saying shit about my role because there's nothing to say like i said she was just digging deep into her ass to look for something to say to complain but domingo not that i care about his ass but he didn't say nothing didn't comment on nothing my mother didn't comment on nothing a little brother didn't comment on nothing nobody commented on anything because there is nothing to comment on but of course she still finds something to comment on so basically she um what even happened she looked at me again later on that night and she was just like are you trying to get attention? Like, you're showing too much. Like, I see too much of your body and everything. Like, it's too form-fitting. Like, you know, like, why do you want that money? Like, why do you want that kind of attention and everything? Like, put on some clothes. Like, what if we had guests over and they'd be looking at you like that? All this bullshit, y'all. All this bullshit. And I was just like, bitch. No, and then this is the part where me and my grandma, like, started exploding at it. Like, that, this is the part where I started exploding on her because I'm just like... Ain't no way this girl, like, like I said, I was minding my business. I was being quiet. And you know that's rare for me to be quiet and sit like that. So I was just minding my business, y'all. I wasn't bothering nobody. I was doing my thing like I do every day. Not looking for no problems, but of course she is. Because she had the nerve to look at me again. She was just like, hey, like, why are you trying to get attention? Like, you know, you need to put some clothes on. Like, this is not the type of clothes to be walking around with a man in the house. You know, that type of bullshit that they love to sexualize the girls when a man is in the house. Or they just like to sexualize the girls in general because they got body. You got some titties and some booty and all of a sudden you're a sex symbol. So I don't... I don't know what's up with that, you know. These parents need to, like, you know, look deep within themselves and kind of analyze why they think the way they do. But for now, that's how she was thinking. And then I looked at her and I just popped off because I'm just like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm not doing nothing to nobody. And I looked at her and I'm just like, nobody else is looking at me like that but you. Nobody else is sexualizing me and making me out to be a sex symbol and has a problem with the way I dress until you walked in the door and you started talking shit. Like, what? picture in your mouth. I told her, picture in your mouth. Why do you see me like that? You're the one looking at me like that. Like, why are you looking at a little girl like that for real? Like, why are you looking at your granddaughter like that? Like, I was questioning her. I was yelling at her. I was going off. I'm just like, because now what you're not going to do is do that to me. What you're not going to do is sexualize me and make me feel like bad. Like, you ain't going to make me feel bad for anything. So I looked at her and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do because ain't nobody had any problems until you walked in the door. You're the one sexualizing me. Nobody else so I really went in on her as I fucking should and you know she got real quiet because these bitches love to argue love to start problems but when they're given the heat right back then they ain't got nothing to say because they know they're in the wrong they know they just like to talk shit because they're miserable anyways so um after that entire blowout Oh, the energy was off for the next couple days. She was there for like an entire week too. And yeah, like I, like I said, after that, we barely talked. I'm pretty sure she still had some other slight comments that I don't even remember because I don't fucking care. But she would just say other like little things and everything, just like my mama. Like I said, like mother, like daughter. But yeah, so after that, our relationship was very strained. And I barely talked to her for the rest of the time because she straight up fucking disrespected me. And she prioritized her traditional beliefs. Like I said, she was also just like, oh my God, why are you wearing that with a man in the house? Like you're making Domingo feel uncomfortable. Unbelievable, bro. I hate motherfuckers like this. I hate, I hate that generation, bro, for real, that thinks like that. So yeah, like I said, she prioritized her little traditional beliefs. 
and her little sexualizing behavior, her little victim blaming type shit on me. And I wasn't having no parts of it. So it is really interesting because remember I told y'all that I sent her a little some receipts of Domingo taking a picture of me in a, in a bikini and saying like, uh-huh to me and shit like that. And the fact that she wants to turn that around and act like I'm the motherfucker that was in, I'm the one that's in the wrong for like wearing like form fitting, like tight fitting and shit like that. Y'all, these people really need to analyze their priorities for real because of course Domingo went untouched. Because also my mom and my grandma be like simping over this nigga. They be both riding his dick at the same time for real. Like they love this motherfucker. I don't know why, but they do. So after that, me and my grandma's relationship was basically no more for the rest of the week. And we really haven't talked since. We haven't talked since, baby. She tried to call me one time, like, you know, after she left and shit like that, while it was still winter break, she tried to call me. Um, I wasn't trying to talk to her and everything, so we passed the phone around because she usually likes talking to everybody, like my little brothers and then my mom and everything. And then my little brother gave it to me and she was just like, well, I want to talk to you. That's what we call her. Well, that's what they call her, well, and um, so I took it and she was asking me, hi, she was saying hi, she was saying hi, and I was like, hi. And she was just like, como tu ta? Like, how are you? And I was just like, bien. And she was just like, get the last say, what are you doing? And I was just like, I was giving her one word answers for real, for real. And um, yeah, she could tell I wasn't really winning and everything. And I was just like, after I gave her like my last response or whatever, I gave the phone back and I was just like, I don't want to talk to her. And that was that. Um, yeah. So since ever since then, we literally have not said a word to each other. I have not been, in, she'd be sending me little WhatsApp like gifs and everything. And um but ever since then, we really haven't talked. I accidentally called her the other day because I was trying to look for the receipts of the um, situation with Domingo. And I accidentally hit like a missed call thing. And when you hit that shit, it calls them back. And I was just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, no. And I tried to like hang up before like it gave her the notification that I was calling. But bro, as soon as I, I clicked that button, bro, she came right online. And then she called me back like five times. And then I think she sent me a little voice message. I have not listened to it, and I will not be listening to it no time soon. And, yeah, that's my relationship with my grandmother thus far. My mom, I still talk to here and there and shit like that. Um, my grandma is no more because she wants to prioritize her little traditional, quote-unquote, oppressive beliefs and sexualize me and try to humiliate me and make me feel like the problem. And if she wants to prioritize it and see it like that, then she can really fuck off with all that. For real, for real. Like, don't touch my energy. Like, don't even come near it. Don't infect my energy with your infectious thoughts. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, so that's the, um, the mother and the grandma. So now we're going to move on to my little brothers. Um, honestly, there's not really much to say about them, but there's a few things to say about them, actually. But I'm not gonna lie, my relationship with my little brothers is really good, like, even when I cut off my mom for six months and everything, I would always make sure to call them, like, a few times a month or something, just say hello, what's up, you know, because I'm not, I'm not cool-ass sister, girl, I'm a cool-ass person, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, like, call them real quick, make, make sure to check on them, entertain them real quick, and, you know, one of my little brothers is real cool and everything, the other one, okay, so I got two little brothers, right, I have, um, an 11-year-old little brother, and then I have a eight-year-old I think he just turned nine or I think he's still eight I think he, he either just turned eight or just turned nine but I have like an let's just say he's eight so yeah I have two little brothers on my mom's side and yeah you know I be keeping tabs you know once in a while I be calling them checking in on them you know making them laugh joke whatever whatever 
But yes, while I was staying there and everything, the energy was pretty cool. Like I said, like when it comes to my little brothers, like they're really desensitized to the toxicity that goes on in the house. So even like while I was arguing with my mom and my grandma from time to time, it was so unfortunate too because they kind of just like, they kind of just like accepted that and just kind of like, they kind of were like, they're desensitized to it, I would say. Like, with me being in the house, like, it was almost inevitable inevitable that somebody was going to have a problem with me. So, I think they kind of prepared themselves for that. And they're just used to the toxic shit. When it comes to me and my mom, my mom and hello, deadbeat baby daddy, me and my grandma, like, and it's really unfortunate that they're used to it and everything. Which is why, like, I'm trying not to go home as much as possible. And if I do, it's just for, like, one, two days at a time to visit because... I got time for all that. But like I said, it's cool. My little brothers are really cool and everything. But the only thing that I had a problem with this one, sir, is my little brother. Like, my little brother. Because he got anger issues. Like, this little boy is eight years old. And he be acting like an old-ass man. Miserable and shit at age eight. Like, how you already hate the world and you're eight years old? You only been here for eight years and you already don't like what you see. For real. Crazy. This little boy spent, like, 99% of his time on the Oculus on the phone, talking to his friend, not giving a damn about nobody, and when he does talk to people, he answers them and like, no, yes, this, that, like, he be so aggressive with it, and then, like, it was really toxic for me, too, because even situations like that, you know, you might think, like, oh, my God, he a little boy, you know, it shouldn't really affect you, but, like, it still does in a way, because, like, I'm still absorbing that energy, whether he's a child or not, for real, and I remember, like, his little ass, I still love him and everything, and when he's actually, like, when he's actually in the mood, he's, like, the sweetest little brother in the world. But, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, 60, 70, 80% of the time, he, he not in the mood. And it's not cute. But, um, yeah. Like, I remember, like, situations like that, too. Like, I would get up and everything because I shared a room with my little brother. They, like, slept, slept in a queen bed and then I slept in the twin bed. And, um, yeah. So, I would get, I would, like, literally just open my eyes and shit like that. And I will just say good morning or, like, something, whatever. Because... They'd already probably be watching something or, you know, doing whatever and everything. And my little brother would just be like, shut up. Or Elizabeth, you're ugly. Or, <laughs> or just like random stupid little shit like that. And I'm just like, to wake up to that, bro, and to already have somebody like coming at my energy and coming at my character for real. Like, even if he's a little boy, like, oh my God, this little boy was just so aggressive. And it's not just like a joke, like, oh my God, Elizabeth, whatever. He would say that shit like really aggressively. And I'm just like, little boy, calm down. Like, I just don't like making up like that. Sorry, y'all. My little alarm went off for my little French lessons. Um, I should definitely do that because I'd be skipping days. But yeah, y'all, he would just be up, up in my business being like, I literally just, oh my God. When I wake up, y'all, I like to like, have chill vibes, you know, have my tea, have like good vibes, good energy all around everything. And when I was there, I barely got that because my mom, my grandmother and Domingo was there. So that was already inevitable that my, the energy wasn't going to be all that. And then my little brothers too, like, I swear my, my older little brother, the 11 year old, he was kind of my saving grace throughout the whole thing because we have such a good relationship. You know, we'll play video games together. Like, you know, he's like, he's like really mature too. So I could just talk to him and stuff like that. Like it was cool and stuff like that. But when it came to like my little brother and shit like that, like even he was messing with my energy from the jump because like, I'd be so nice to him. And then he just like, come at me with just like Lisbeth shut up or get away from me or move over blah 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 
And, bro, and then even his little friends, too, I remember, because, like I said, he'd be on the phone with his friends, like, 90% of the time, too. And he had this little motherfucking friend. Yes, I'm going to drag a, I'm going to drag an 8-year-old, a 7, 8, 9-year-old, because the fuck? You might be 8, 9, 10, but I can still whoop that is. Let me stop. But no, y'all, because tell me why. He had this little nigga named Angel as his friends. And then there was this one, t- like, literally, I would be talking to my little brother and everything because, like, he would be mad, disrespectful. So I would be over here telling him, like, stop talking to me like that. Or, like, do this or do that, whatever, whatever. And then this little motherfucker over the phone be like, don't even talk to him like that. You don't tell him what to do. You're not his mom. And you're like, he'll just say some random shit like that. And I'm just like, I want to curse this old boy out so badly, but I'm pretty sure his, like, big brother was in the background and everything. I'm not trying to curse out somebody else's kid, especially in front of my own little brother. But I, that shit was getting me hot, too. I was like... Who is this little boy talking to? And um, I remember there was one time, too, where after that situation, there was another situation where um, I was talking to my little brother, and, of course, he would feel the need to intervene and everything. And then I took the I took the phone one time, and I was just like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And he was just like, you, you, who else am I talking to? And I'm just like, little boy, like, don't try me and everything. He was just like, oh, my God, you're really funny. And I'm just like, how am I funny? And he was just like, you're not, like, funny, like, ha-ha funny. You're funny like you're annoying. I was like, ah! <laughs> Yo! These little kids be having me fucked up. So even shit like that was like messing with my energy too. And I was just like, yo, I got to get out of here for real. Like, and I don't think of no situation as too small because every situation that you're into affects your energy. Whether you like it or not, every situation that you come across affects your energy. And all that shit was affecting my energy in the household. Like my energy felt so blocked and so convoluted and so like like poisons you know like I felt like everybody was poisoning my energy for real like I feel like I'm just that bitch that has like such a bright light and such an outgoing personality and such like a lovable amazing beautiful amazing gorgeous character that people just love to come at it and just like try to dim it and try to dim my shine for real and I never allowed them but boy do they try and yeah, bro. I feel like I just be having people come come at me left and right, bro. From my family to my friendships, which friendships is actually coming in the next in the next podcast, y'all. And I promise it's not gonna take no three months to come because I'm working on it. Literally gonna start working on it after this. So yeah, y'all. Like literally that type of energy I've attracted like throughout my entire life, and it's like no more for real. Cause I don't know. Like I said, that trauma. Of, like, you know, being used to the chaos and being used to, like, people side-eyeing me and judging me. Like, that's kind of what I grew up with, for real. So, I found myself, like, attracting those type of friends, too. And then I'd be peeping, like, the way they talk to me or the jabs that they take at me. Or the way they be looking at me. Or, like, the things they be saying, the things that they be doing, their energy towards me. Like, everything. And I'm just like, God damn. It's like, it's like Toxic Household 2.0 type shit. Like... First, my family, not my friends. Like, nah, nah, nah. So that's why I'm really analyzing my friend group and shit like that. And, you know, I'm going to therapy. I'm realizing so much shit. And it's been an interesting journey, to say the least. So I'm going to touch more about that on the next episode because there's a lot to that. But you all, let me see. Do I have anything else to talk about? So, yeah, y'all, all in all, the overarching theme of this episode was to love, never let nobody ruin your peace, even if it's family. I, like I said, I think I said this before, too. I hate when people act like family is everything, bro. Yeah, my mom and daddy gave birth to me. Okay, you did your job. I was the gift. 
I'm not, look at, this is what I'm talking about too. This whole thing that like, oh my God, like I owe my parents everything for giving birth to me. Like I'm going to go with the common theme of we didn't ask for it, but, but I am so grateful to be alive, y'all. Of course I am. I love life. I love myself. I love everything to do with myself. Like, and I love the world. I am happy as fuck to be here. And yeah, so that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm not happy to be here at all. I'm saying that parents are over here just like, oh my God, you have to dedicate your life to your family. You have to like do what your family says. You have to, you have to, you owe your family. Like, you know, when you get rich, they have to come up with you all this shit. Like, oh my God, like give your, buy your mama a house because she gave birth to you. Like, bro. Y'all don't owe your family nothing. Me? No, not me. Y'all decided to have me, and I was the gift to the world. I was y'all's gift. Y'all wanted to have a baby, and y'all got a beautiful baby girl. That was y'all's decision to have me. And now that I am here, I am destined to live my own life, have my own freedoms, make my own relationships, and not following nobody's footsteps. I'm making my own damn footsteps. I'm making my own path. I'm not following nobody else's. And I'm not doing what nobody else wants me to do. I'm doing what I want to do. And that's the entire point of life. Not to be controlled by your family because they gave birth to you and you guys are connected by blood. Like, no. Okay, you gave birth to me and now I'm here and I'm going to do what I want. Like, what do you mean? Because people feel like that blood connection equals like loyalty and, you know, Y'all forever have to be bonded and you have to love each other no matter what. No. No. And no. And I'm not sorry about it either. If your family's goal is to ruin your peace, consistently bring you down, never prioritize you, never be by your side, make you feel insecure, traumatize you, beat you physically or mentally or verbally, anything, bro. They do not deserve to be in your life, period. I do not care if we're connected by blood because we did. We damn near ain't connected by relationship, baby. I hate because I swear these families be falling apart, but be feeling like they have to stick together because it's family. No, baby. If they ruin your peace, if they ruin your vibe, if they start altering your mind, if they try to dim your shine, if they try to be out here like not supporting you, not loving you, not, not just like not with you for real. They don't deserve to be in your life. And that's why I made the consecutive choice to cut off most of my family. Because it's like, why am I over here consistently trying to like, you know, rebuild or kind of maintain these relationships that just ain't working? Maintain these relationships that are out to get me and to spite me and to bite me and to fucking stab me in the back. No. So like I said, y'all, ending off this podcast, long story short, Toxic people have no room in your life, whether they're family or fucking not. And like I said, my mother, my grandmother, my little brother, everybody could get the scissors, baby, because I am not forced to keep any of that shit in my, in, in my life. Bitch, I could disappear right now. I could I could cut off everybody, go to fucking where, where I want to go. Ooh. I don't know, travel. I just want to travel. I want to go everywhere. And I don't have to have no strings attached with nobody, especially people that bring me down and ruin my vibe and make me question who I am or make me try to question who I am. It don't work, baby, so don't stop trying it. But, like, try to make me question myself, question my intentions, question my 
my my character and shit like that, trying to demean me, degrade me. Like, no, there's no room for y'all in my life. And that's just that. So if y'all want to be in my life, act correct, act accordingly, and watch your mouth. That's all I have to say. So yeah, y'all, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. I know it was a long time coming. If you made it this far, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you so much. Y'all, I swear, I know y'all been waiting for a minute. Like, I've been, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like I got fans. Like, I got, like, people asking me when's the next podcast coming out. I'm just like, I got you, I got you, I got you. It's just been a very demotivating process because, like, oh, my God. Third time's a charm, y'all, because I tried to do this shit two other times. And that shit got corrupted both times. One time, there's this one time, the first time I tried to do it was back in January, y'all. This could have been out to y'all in January. But my phone and this app wanted to be on some bullshit. And um, I literally recorded 55 minutes. Because y'all know my podcast be like an hour and shit. So I recorded 55 minutes straight. And usually like in 55 minutes, you're allowed to record up to an hour at one time. So, um, at 55 minutes, it usually gives you a little warning that there's five minutes left. So, I've never had a problem with that before because I've recorded all the way through before. But, y'all, this one day, I recorded 55 minutes straight. I didn't, like, you know, break it up into bits and everything like I do now because I learned my lesson. But I didn't break it up into bits and shit like that. Um, I was just talking. I was ranting. And I was being all passionate and shit like that. And, yeah, it went on for 55 minutes. And when the fucking warning came on that there was five minutes left, tell me why that shit wanted to glitch out. So I was clicking okay, and then it started, like, sporadically going in and out, in and out, like, glitching. And I was just like, okay, okay. Like, I was trying to click and shit like that. And all of a sudden, the entire application, like, the entire app just shuts down. And then I wait a few minutes, and then I open that shit back off, y'all. All my audio is gone. 55 minutes of me ranting and shit like that that will never see the light of day. Because this app wanted to be on some bullshit. And then the second time I tried this, it was, um, I tried it a second time, like, in early February type shit. So, I've been trying to get this episode out to y'all for a minute, for real. But, like, you know, like I said, this shit been biting, being a pain in the ass. But, yeah, y'all. So, I tried a second time. And, um, what even happened? Oh, yeah. So, I recorded, like, a good 25 minutes, y'all. Like, I always be a good amount into the video. And, um, I didn't, I didn't, um, save the parts again. Like, I was still going all the way through because I had forgotten to save the parts. Because I wasn't expecting what happened to happen. Because this time, it wasn't no warning sign that came on. Um, what happened was that my phone actually died. And I didn't realize it was dying. So, I was, like, 25 minutes in. And I was literally just about to save it. I was just about to save it, y'all. And then my phone literally turned the fuck off. And I was just like, there's no way. I was just like, please, please tell me it auto-saved. So um, I get my phone charged up and I turn it back on, y'all. I go back on the app. All the audio's gone. It's all gone again. And by then, I'm just like, now nah, I need a break. I can't do this shit at all because what the fuck? Two times in a row? So, like I said, I never had any of these problems with any of my other podcast episodes, which is why they came out so quick. But uh, this episode wanted to play with me, so I, I took a break, y'all. I was just like, oh, hell, nah. like, y'all took the spirit out of me for real. But, y'all, I learned my lesson, and I saved, like, every 10 to 20 minutes. Like, I'm saving every single thing, bro. This shit ain't going nowhere. And y'all about to hear this one, too, because, I mean, let's hope this isn't another disaster because then y'all not going to hear this. But if you are hearing this part, it worked.
So we're all good. I know it's going to work, though, because like I said, I'm being smart about it now. But yeah, y'all, that's what happened with that. But new episodes coming soon. Like I said, I'm about to work out on one as soon as I finish with this one. So yeah, I love you. If you stayed this long, I love you so much. Thank you for supporting. Keep supporting your girl. I love it. I love it. I love it. Keep telling your friends about me because I know a lot of people can relate to my story, to my experiences, and to my emotions and feelings. So yeah, let's get into it, y'all. We just like were able to get approved for ads. So I'm girl about to make it a little bit money on the side. I love to hear it. I love to see it. Mwah. Appreciate y'all for that. And um, yeah. So that's going to be the end of this episode of Toxic Healing with Lizzie B. Thank you for tuning in again. And I'm going to see y'all in a couple weeks. It's not going to be a couple months. I promise. A couple weeks. All right. Bye. Love y'all. Bye.